Hello, and welcome to Ears for Dragon, a uh, Aragon reread podcast. Um, I'm Charlie, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Nick, also one of your hosts. I'm Sean. Uh, and today we read chap. Is it chapter three or chapter four? Are we it going is... with chapter one's prologue, right? Chapter, chapter one's one the, prologue. Is the prologue. So we've got so chapter, chapter three, one. Dragon Tales. Chapter four, Fate's Gift, and chapter five, Awakening. In my notes, it seems I figured out that my numbering was wrong in the middle there. So both of them are labelled as chapter five, which confused me for a second, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Fate's Gift isn't too much of a chapter, but Fate's we'll gift. get back to that. <laughs> yes. So we start off with Dragon Tales, Aragon arrived home from his hunting trip last night and is awaking. He gives us a really lovely uh, amount of detail on the amount of random pieces of trash that he has on his bedroom shelves. (laughs) And he lets us know that today is the 16th anniversary of when his mother arrived back in the village while pregnant and didn't tell anyone what had happened to her over the past six years. Uh, So we learn about that. And then after he was born, she left again, uh, not telling anyone where she was going. Uh, We get to meet his cousin Roran, who Aragorn loves a whole, whole lot. (laughs) And who is very embarrassed that Aragorn has told told Horst his message to Katrina. He's so embarrassed by it. It's It's like, how can you do this to me? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then they farm for nine days. And then there's a blizzard. Um, the traders are late in arriving and they are worried that they're going to have to buy all their supplies in town and are going to have a very hard time getting through the winter but then just as they're about to give up the traders have arrived (laughs) Uh, and they are all in town they've got very ostentatious tents but there's a lot fewer people than there typically is when the traders come to visit and it's obvious that they have been having a pretty hard time of it and everyone including the women are armed and their children have like a sunken look or something mm. you know what happens when you're a fantasy little boy and something goes wrong in your yeah, life you, you turn into a and you turn kind of grey um, <laughs> there is a trinket this isn't very important but there's a trinket trader and his name is Murloc <laughs> I think that's important. Like the guys from World of Warcraft? Yeah. Well, it's not very important, but his name's Murloc, so I'm, I'm just giving us a moment. Um, and he tells Aragorn and Garrow about what has been happening outside of their tiny little town, and that is that the Urgles have begun migrating from their... I believe that they typically lived kind of north of everyone, mm. and they are now migrating towards the Hadarak Desert, which is in the east. Yeah, like yeah. southeast, I think they're yeah. yeah, so they are traveling through a lot of towns and are displacing a lot of towns because they're going through and just fucking destroying everything for fun on their way. Um, uh, in this, he mentions for the first time uh, the reason that this is so bad is because the we learn about the Varden, who are a group of uh, resistance fighters in the south, and that because they are doing a lot of raids, the uh, Empire has been taking a lot of men from the villages to go join the army and fight the Varden and that is why the Urgles running through has been such a massive problem because there's no one to defend the villages. Um, we get our first little mention of Brom. We hear that he exists and that Aragorn yeah. considers him a friend, which is funny because Aragorn is 15. <laughs> um, and he's like, yeah, I'm friends with this old man. Uh, and we hear about dragon riders existing for the first time ever. Uh, and then in the 
in the tavern we have some traders are telling a bunch of empire propaganda and the people of Carvajal hate this they hate it so much because they hate the empire and they hate paying taxes <laughs> um, so then Aragon leaves the tavern sees Roran and Katrina kissing and then Roran says something very ominous about Sloane not liking him um, and then they hear um uh, in the middle of town, Brahms, Brahms comes in and he inter- basically interrupts a bunch of the traders doing some cool dances and stories or whatever and decides to tell <laughs> some, well, well, basically government heresy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, he Extremely decides, illegal. He decides to tell his incredibly illegal story. They're the dragon tales. He tells the dragon tales. So the gist of the dragon tales is that when the dragon riders... Uh, back when they existed they were a union between humans, elves and dragons because they had all been warring a a whole lot and it was unsustainable for everyone so they decided to enter into this union where they would have a dragon and egg would be able to pick its rider and they would basically be they were kind of like peacekeepers Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah and also Um, the king well, no, they, their leader was, like... I think that's separate. He wasn't a king. They were kind of in charge. He's not the king they were because in charge, of the dragons. But they were a union of people. They weren't a king. Mm, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So Galbortorix was chosen as a young lad. Well, they're, like, 11 or something when they get chosen. Mm-hmm. Uh, to become a dragon rider. And he was very, very talented at all of the skills and... Um, you know, magic and fighting combat, but he was incredibly arrogant. And shortly after he finished his training, he and his dragon and some of his friends and their dragons went off on a little quest for no reason. And his dragon was killed by some Urgles, and so was everyone else who was there. Uh, but because he was so cool and epic at fighting, he was able to kill everyone else <laughs> and got away. <laughs> and went completely crazy essentially uh he began to learn the dark arts i believe it actually calls it the dark arts which was fun uh he gathers some allies and is able to eventually uh steal a hatchling from the like the dragon nursery yeah the nursery i suppose um uh, he and his sort of he and his but his buddy Morzan, who was described as like feeble-minded or something, uh, <laughs> began killing everyone, and then some other guy, twelve other guys, came and joined joined them so as to not be killed, and became his forsworn. Um, and uh, so he went went ahead, and he was killing all the dragon riders, and there's finally there's only one guy left, and it's the leader. And he kicks him in the dick. That's honestly <laughs> the most abhorrent thing. Oh, all the capitals kick in the dick. <laughs> he kicks him in the dick and crowns himself king. Oh my god! It doesn't even say that he kills him. No, he cuts his head. It does. Yeah. I mean, Brom is making sure that this is told and preserved. It's so important. So important. Know? He kicked that guy in the dick. <laughs> Um, so that's the so Brom finishes his story and immediately leaves. 
<laughs> and Gary says that they're all very lucky to have heard this story because he only heard it one time before that in his entire life. And that's Dragon Tales. Then in Fate's Gift, uh, Ericon hits the stone with a bunch of items to listen to the sound. <laughs> that's because Murloc was pointing out earlier <laughs> yeah, that it's Murloc, Yeah, but he's hitting it just because he likes the sound That of is it. true. He's doing that for fun. <laughs> um, and then it starts squeaking. He's really mad that it's being loud because he wants to go to sleep. <laughs> Again, he is very un- like very unbothered by clearly magic things happening. Yeah, he just doesn't care at all. <laughs> um, and then, out of the out of this uh, mysterious stone, comes a teeny tiny little dragon. Yay! And then in chapter five, Awakening, that was the entire of chapter. That's the entire chapter. chapter. Yeah, it's three pages, I think. Uh, in chapter five, Awakening, once again, he's being very chill about this. Um, <laughs> he touches her, and upon first touching her, he gets kind of zapped and gains like a big scar on his palm. Um, she purrs like a little cat. Yeah. Uh, he just, he's thinking for a bit about how, oh, I really can't keep this dragon. It's so dangerous. But I'll keep this dragon. <laughs> but I kind of like her. He decides basically instantly, I'm keeping this. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> what if I was cool and swag and a dragon rider too? What if um, she's super cute? <laughs> <laughs> well, and if, if she gets a little, a little bit bigger, Garrow can't kill her and won't be able to make me get rid of her. <laughs> um, if I only tell them after it's too late. <laughs> Uh, so then the next morning, oh, he feeds her some dried meat, and yeah. the next morning he goes out into the woods to find, to make her a little nest in the trees, and he puts her in there and gives her, he's able to communicate with her to some extent mentally, so he's saying to her over and over again, stay here, stay here, and then he goes and works on the fields and is very stressed for the entire day, and he runs back, he runs back out at the end of the work day with more little rags and towels in case she was cold and sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he ha- he has nightmares at that n- all night about animals attacking her, and he's so afraid that anything bad will happen to his little baby. <laughs> um, and she gets a lot bigger quite quickly, and eventually can't fit in the tree anymore. And he's very upset that she's no longer in the little nest he made. And he has to make a bigger one. Mm-hmm. He's very like, what if she's cold? What if she's attacked? Um, <laughs> and then right before. He is about to leave to go back to the town to ask Brom some questions about dragons. Uh, he tells her that she is, that he is leaving, and through their psychic link, she says her first ever word, which is his name. Oh. Very cute. So Very cute. cute. So right. that's our summary. Good recap. <laughs> good recap. Let's get started on Dragon Tales. Yeah. Oh man. So at the very it's beginning of Dragon Tales, Tales Oh yeah. This chapter is so fucking long. <laughs> I like that first we lay out our introduction to male living spaces. Oh my god, his room is desolate. It's so fun. No, he's got so many things. Yeah, Come he's on. Got he's got what? one piece of furniture. He's, he's got, got stone, bed. he's got stick, he's got a piece of root that's twisted around and he can stare at it for ages. <laughs> he's got a lot of boy stuff. <laughs> Men will have a cool rock, and that's enough. <laughs> Men will have a piece of wood and go like, check this out. Check this out. No, everything. I find it really strange that he doesn't share a room with Warren. Like, they're supposedly very poor, but they all have their own bedroom. They've got a three-bedroom house, though. 
It was uh, very convenient though, because uh, if Rowan had been in the room when that dragon shit was happening, my god, oh, book yeah. over, no. he would have just killed it with a hammer. No. <laughs> I don't think he. Okay, I think maybe Rowan's he would have. Nice. <laughs> with a hammer? <laughs> it's his signature weapon. He's we got, don't know that yet. How does he. He's got twisted bits of wood, odd bits of shell, rocks that are broken to reveal shiny interiors, and strips of dry grass tied into knots. Where do you get shells? I guess maybe he's got geodes, but like they're in a mountain ridge, so I guess he could have geodes. Maybe like river mollusks. Yeah, I don't know. His favorite item was a root so convoluted he never tired of looking at it. The rest of the room was there. Bro is bored. (laughs) He's got like a dresser and um, a nightstand. He also has a wash basin, um, and he wakes up and immediately drenches himself in water. Um, also, I found it really fun that he knows the day and hour that his mother arrived Why does at. he know that? Yeah. I, I just found that, like, uh, Garrow and, and Marion gave him way too much detail. Yeah, the fact that they didn't tell him at all that they weren't his parents until they gave him every detail he could possibly <laughs> oh, she was ever know. weeping and screaming and, like, she's, she's... The recollection we get is she's so upset, and it's from Aragorn's perspective. So his adoptive parents were like, oh, yeah, your mum was here and also you're not our son um, and she was like wailing and crying and so upset and it's like you could have just told him that she left <laughs> you didn't have to do this to like probably a 12 year old child they also like mm-hmm. double triple traumatize him by going like oh you were left here because your mother thought you weren't good enough <laughs> well I mean he comes to that conclusion by himself mm-hmm. and they give him so much detail about his mother and then nothing about the father well they don't know well him. they don't know they no she wouldn't yeah. say anything but they know exactly uh, what happened to the mother yeah. uh, and on that so day that he. Aragorn got left behind. And he told him everything. They told him everything. <laughs> For no reason at all. Which is just, I don't like Garrow very much. No, I'm not a big fan of Garrow. He's a real asshole for like zero, I guess his wife's dead, but like, a lot of a lot of people's wives <laughs> are dead. A lot of wives are dead, apparently. Yeah. Not very many women in this village. Hmm. Interesting. I think Horst's wife is alive. Horse's wife is alive. I think she has another baby at some point. Mm. That's what yeah. they're good for, isn't it? Uh, the rest of the wives go over the falls. Yeah. We talked about it last episode. <laughs> they just dunk themselves. Sick of having babies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved their, their breakfast of just chicken. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. And he doesn't even say how it's cooked. He's like, there's a chicken on the table. Oh, yeah, it's just Hell ripping yeah. and tearing. They're just tearing it apart with their hands. Like, and they were talking so much shit last, the last couple chapters about how meat was so expensive and we're going to starve all winter it's like eat your fucking barley then bro you have some barley and eat squash and a million beets you have so many sweets yeah, what in the they, field what are they farming do they Heaps say in this shit. one there's they a ton yeah they yeah, say yeah. in their nine days of farming before the blizzard yeah <laughs> oh, thank god they got the harvest done before the blizzard <laughs> That would have been disastrous. I think yeah. I've got beets and peas. They have and Swedes, Swedes, but they call them rutabaga because oh. it's in a, the author's American. Ah, uh, right. Um, That's what a rutabaga is? Yeah. I thought Swedes? they were like a very cool vegetable. No, I'm pretty sure they're the same they're thing. They're just a Swede. Yeah, they got, so they got squash, they got beets, peas, swades, turnips, and beans. Beans. They're not really doing enough. I don't think they're farming enough carbs. I don't know how much uh, Mr. Christopher knew about farming 
thing, but this is like kind of a bad set of crops if you are trying to live through a winter. They don't seem like year-round crops. They're putting them all in the in the root cellar. Mm. They're not all roots though. <laughs> yeah, like the I guess you can you can preserve beans. <laughs> I'm opening this shit up. I want to figure out <laughs> their crops. Okay, that was them in town. So I liked uh, learning about the other family dynamics. Well, obviously the adoptive parents not really liking him very much. Well, maybe they did. Maybe Gareth's just like that. But uh, it's cute seeing his relationship with Roran. Oh, it's sweet. Yeah, they, how, how much he loves Roran. Yeah. yeah. It's so nice. So Roran's like two years older than him? Yeah, so he's, he's 17. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, like, just we couldn't possibly be closer even if we were blood brothers. We're absolute besties forever. <laughs> it's, it's so, so nice. cute. Um, I thought the bit where he like catches him kissing Katrina is so funny. <laughs> he just walks up <laughs> and like, oh, my oh God, we're having fun kissing yo. your girlfriend, idiot. Like, <laughs> he's like, ah, yes, my grim manhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he talked about, he basically says if Sloane finds out he's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> just... So crack up, like I don't. Well, actually, I do think Sloane's gonna kill you if you find Sloane's pretty evil. He's a freak. Yeah, I'm a big fan of. They're at their breakfast, and he's telling Roran about the stone because he was asleep when he got home the last night. Oh and yeah. And he force he like rips him from the table. He's like, "Come show me right now." No, you cannot finish your breakfast. No, you can't finish your handful of chicken. Take that chicken wing with you. You're showing me this rock, and then he sees it, and he's like, "Oh, cool rock," and that's it. <laughs> he gets bored of it instantly. Guys will be like, "Cool rock." If I was those guys, I would be so freaked out that the fucking sorcerer who teleported it was gonna come get me. Like, he thinks about it very, very briefly at some point. He's like, mm, who sent yeah. it? Again, he's like, who sent it? Oh, surely it was for me. And that's like the extent of it. And like, this has just exploded like a very large section of the forest. Deer. Yeah, this has exploded a deer. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't care at all. He doesn't care. But yeah, I'm such a big fan of Roran pretending to be really interested in this rock so they can go into the bedroom and he can ask about Katrina. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. He's like, I can't ask this when my dad is here. It's so cringe. <laughs> so embarrassing. Check out, can you show me the cool rock right this second exactly right now? I need to see it so quickly. <laughs> So did you see Katrina? Oh my god, did you do what? what do you mean you like, told the horse? Oh my, <laughs> oh my god, you told the horse. So I, I like, I love that you might as well have sent smoke signals. Like he's so Could upset. Have told everyone in the town. Like get out the fucking town crier bell. It's over for me. I don't think horse seemed like much of a gossip. No, horse is the chillest guy. I think alive. he's just he's deeply just a embarrassed. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't matter that horse won't say anything. Horse knows. Nobody can know I've got a crush on a girl. <laughs> Again, Horst Nobody is like can kind know of... we're courting. <laughs> He's like the centre of the town is like the Everybody blacksmith. Everybody care him. Everybody loves Horst. I love Horst. He's great. People aren't asking Horst for gossip. They're bringing him gossip. Yeah, they all go to dinner at his house, which is so yeah. yeah. They go to dinner at his house, but they haven't been there in like two weeks. They just show up to dinner at his house. Mm. They were probably invited off screen, but I... It's probably like a running thing, like, oh, on the day the, day the traders arrive, come on over. Mm. But other, because otherwise they're just turning up like, hey, hope you made enough dinner for three extra grown men. <laughs> Which I is a pretty if... big ask. Yeah. Are these guys like the only 
like living fa- family that lives outside of the town that are part of the town. They're like, the furthest away. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely the furthest away. I would imagine there were other people like with farms yeah. on the outskirts. And I don't think Carvel is like very big. I think it's like 400 people. The Garrow specifically is like, I don't want to live in the town yeah, with I all ha- these people. I hate you, <laughs> um, They also, uh, something that I'm, I'm finding is that he's not describing food very often. The meal at Raw Horse is just described as like a hearty meal mm-hmm. and that's it. And I have red wall brain poisoning so I desperately want to know every single thing they're eating and how it's cooked and so this was like very disappointing to me. There's more descriptions of all the, all the other things. Yeah. The colours of just, the cool rocks. He just doesn't care yeah. about food at all. Yeah, the ostentatious tents. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Let's talk about the traders. Um, I love the traders. I think they're so yeah. fun. I like the traders. I like them a lot. I like it's funny that they're very generic fantasy traders. Mm. Yeah. Like it's not like oh I can see the inspiration. It's like you've just seen the you just know a little bit of fantasy. So these are the traders. They've got colorful tents but no culture. Yeah, they're just guys. Um, I I thought it was like a good kind of plot delivery um, of going hey it's oh it's getting bad out there. Yeah. Um, People from the outside bringing information in mm. is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, like good good build up I guess to what we're going to see later um, when he eventually leaves the valley. That was really good. Um, I mean, it was like very generic, but whatever. Oh no, there's bad news from the south. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do I got about the traders? Uh, I I think it was weird that they only come like once a year. Uh, They come twice. Twice We discussed this last episode. Because they come in winter and spring. Yeah, like really close together. They're coming back in two months. um, But also there was a one of them, Murloc, he's selling a uh, necklace from a lake city. <gasps> oh, yes. From Bellatona, and that is fucking ages away. So these guys are gapping it. Yeah. Like, the, the time they have to travel is is very small, and they I think they're just going up and down the coast very, very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe it's not yeah, like a loop go- track. And they're going mm. to, like, little towns, so it's not like they're sailing part of the way to save time yeah. or anything. It doesn't because they're going to teeny shit towns like Carvajal. Yeah, Carvajal is like the worst village in the world. And it's and the it's furthest still showing away from up. civilization yeah. at all. <laughs> it's like hiding showing in the up, mountains. Showing up to buy all their grain for a comically low price. <laughs> I, I I don't even know how the tax people find them, honestly. Yeah. Um, could you turn that light on? It's yeah. Just follow the road, I guess. Yeah. Eventually get there. Yeah, oh, that's way better. Um, the tax man comes. I like the description of um, the two sleazy um, traders. Oh my god! So, oh yeah, I've got that. Where are the? I love the. I really love the description of the like mounted Urkel head in the tavern. Yes, um, so, like, as I was so excited a, about that. Man's arms and like a, that's a person's that's skull. That's the thing. I have a and they're just like, the only Urkel in these parts is on like, the wall. That's a, that's a sapient person. You yeah, a, like uh, basically. A a human's head on your yeah. wall. This is like not to bring Harry Potter into it, but it's like how in the Black House they have the severed heads of their dead oh, slaves they, on the wall. Well, they, yeah, yeah, they, they have their have like the house elves, and, and they it's like and they put little Christmas hats on them oh and God. at Christmas. Oh, that's so evil guy. It's so evil. I don't. Yeah, I don't expect. At least this wasn't their slave. They just they k- killed this guy on the road or whatever. <laughs> <but> <laughs> it's slightly better, I suppose. Yeah, and I don't expect uh, too much compassion for like orc type guys. 
from a 15 year old mm-hmm. at this point um, but I do think it's like literally the next book we get named Urgle characters yeah, who they are get like fully more. people um, and this guy has a head on a wall I think also their horns get uh, retroactively made smaller because that's huge because like that's gigantic that's yeah. way 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 too big yeah. how do you fit in a door um, that being uh, the width of a man's arms yeah. for people who are not sitting in this room and can't see the gestures happening um, it's described as being very very big yeah I have number one Oracle stand moment written down here um, I fucking love them they're the reason I play tieflings I think they're that epic <laughs> it's so much fun um, Urgles are definitely more orc than tiefling they're mm. orcs with horns okay, how much yeah. cooler can you fucking get dude they rule um, secret secret connection hawk bajir <gasps> no, I'm connecting the dots um, yeah the descriptions of the traders is fucking horrid the guy who's described as extremely oh skinny God, yeah. hard lumps of fat hold the on the guy his face is like it's, more, is like fat and like full of like rancid lumps of fat yeah, and he has like, like a skinny so little beanpole body they're described like putrid yeah they're like they're just dizzy, men, but there's like something wrong it with like them it looks like slug guy yeah, the kind second of is just, what's wrong with them what's is wrong with them oh and the he's bright bright red as well the second man had a florid face the skin around his jaw was dry and corpulent filled with lumps of hard fat like cold butter gone rancid this doesn't happen to people he's got a disease contrasted with his neck and jowls the rest of his body was unnaturally thin this dude's like a Funko Pop <laughs> like this looks, does not happen to a human for no reason no he looks incredibly well, fucked up because he loves the kid and the other yeah, guy is just like a yeah. big baby well it's because he loves taxes yeah and <laughs> as you know taxation is fit <laughs> <laughs> pretty, pretty crazy of Paulini to put that in when he was yeah, 15 years old. I wonder if an American wrote this book. This is yeah. so weird. 15 year old American, like, fuck taxes. It's like, what do you know? Anything. <laughs> you haven't even paid a tax. Uh, I guess his parents are publishers, so he's heard them grumbling around the house. Well, actually, no, Americans are very aware of tax because um, GST isn't applied on the price you tag. You have to pay it at the, at the like, counter. And they like, manually do their taxes every year. Yeah. Right? That's crazy. I guess the so GST silly. depends, like, between states. Yeah, it depends between states. So you're really aware of how much tax you're paying, which I think is silly. Yeah. I never think about GST. Yeah, I think the this might be like a really bad take I don't know the less you know about the taxes you're paying I think the less angry you get about it I think that's reasonable yeah I think thinking about it less means that it doesn't feel like much mm. you kind of just and take also it the granted. fact that they have to like pay their taxes like as an action yeah it's not just done for it's them. not just a bonus action <laughs> no like it's yeah it's bonkers um but it's also so funny that he's so aware of taxes and he's 15 and he hates like, it so yeah, much he wrote little, it into his fantasy book these little village guys definitely hate the government because of taxes yeah they are um, the government doesn't do anything good for them and yeah, they charge so taxes and that's what's evil about them it's like <laughs> that guy's a mass murderer yeah that guy's a serial killer <laughs> that guy's like insane with evil magic oh and he's <laughs> a serial uh, killer a slave dragon <laughs> also a slave dragon uh, he could blow up your house <laughs> with his mind he's from... actually doing dark magics <laughs> yeah, yeah the... but he does he, he does taxes and that's the that's problem the worst thing 
the fucking problem. Um, yeah, there's a section in there that's like uh, talking about how the grain merchants are taking them for a ride and paying them way too little. And I was like, why does this isolated farming village rely on money so much? Because like, mm-hmm. if you're a primary producer of goods, then like surely you can just do equivalent exchange trading. Yeah. But then I read on a little further, and it was like, oh, the taxes. <laughs> the tax man is coming, and you've got to give crowns. Taxes and crowns. Mm-hmm. How else would they buy? Their trinkets from the trinket trader Merlock. <laughs> That's what I have. I understand coin being necessary for secondary stuff like metalwork and cloths, stuff that can't be produced in Valley, but like it didn't make very much sense to me that like they, they're freaking out because coin's low when we just saw yeah. an incredibly bountiful harvest, but um, the king is going to come get his dragon on you if you don't give him your five crowns, so <laughs> it's over. Um, well, five crowns doesn't seem to be very much. Yeah, that little necklace that he was, was three crowns, was three. which was a, week, a week's meat or something. Which is yeah, no, not even that. <laughs> like, maybe, like, maybe the money doesn't really add up very well. Oh, the you know? economic system in this book written by a teenager doesn't make very much sense. Well, no, I think the Sloan was offering him three crowns for the stone, which was really insulting. Which is ripping him off. And yeah. I, yeah, yeah, but he said I couldn't get, I could only get a week's meat for that ah, much money. So a week's worth of meat for three men is about three crowns. Hmm. That's so an expensive ass necklace. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, I yeah, I love the propaganda guys. I think they're so. Yeah, I love that they're there saying propaganda and everyone's like standing in a circle like, boo, we hate you. you. We hate you. Aragorn's based anti-imperialist moment. We're going to hit you with items off screen (laughs) once Aragorn leaves. (laughs) We can't do violence in front of the child. But yeah, it's it's kind of like a a based 15-year-old poor poems at cringe traders in the marketplace of ideas moment. Like, stop. (laughs) Debate me about this right now. Um, Bartender Morn is like, these guys are going to fucking die. Yeah, he's like, they're gonna... They're gonna Later. Doing nothing to stop it. He's like, later, and walks directly into an alley. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Um, or, I love I love that Roran's 17. Oh. Like, that he's 17 and he's like, I should oh, be yes. married on, <laughs> I should, on tomorrow. I desire to be married married within the next few months. However, there'll be blood between me and Sloane once he finds out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're twice Sloane's size. You can just, like, slam dunk him into the concrete. It's yeah. fine. He doesn't have smithing skills yet. He only has farming oh, right. He's not strong enough. I'm not sure he ever gets smithing skills. I'm not sure why he gets that hammer. Why does he get that like, hammer? He has farming, he's only got farming skills, so I guess he yeah. could hit him with a hoe. No, he's in the little village, uh, like, uh, uh, up the river for, like, a couple of months doing an apprenticeship. Yeah, but not yet. Maybe yeah. he I takes don't know over the smithing apprenticeship. He's not apprenticing in the smith, though. He's a, I don't remember where, but he's farming there as well, I'm pretty huh. sure. Mm. I thought he was doing smithing, so I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we'll yeah. find out. Um, I'm pretty sure he's just, like, working at, like, a windmill or something. <laughs> not oh, a windmill, yeah. But he's working at a, a regular mill. <laughs> Yeah, I think I remember. (laughs) I think maybe it was a mill, but like when I was a kid reading this, I didn't know there were regular mills, so I thought it was definitely a windmill. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. A regular mill is on the water, right? Or do you just walk around? You can put like cows. Yeah. You can have oxen mill it. Mm. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, unfortunately, none of us have ever (laughs) milled grain before. We need to get get on that stat. Um, I found the there's several mentions of like gods in the this chapter and the mm. next one, which uh, I thought was really weird because they're like 
never mentioned by name there's no major religious system like ever brought up like nobody's going to like church or temple or whatever no um which i thought was like kind of a missed opportunity for fleshing stuff out like in a world like in a fantasy world you kind of expect there to be like a an established pantheon and like it's analogous with like medieval times basically and people were crazy religious back then so like if you're like a little farmer and like praying to the rain god is going to help your harvest out surely you would be doing that a lot like, like maybe coming from uh, religious America you're not writing about a lot of that's more what I was gods. thinking maybe he was mm. like fuck god I'm not putting this shit in my book <laughs> yeah I don't know Christopher Paolini's like religious I keep thinking woman but that's alignment. because Michael talks about um, you don't call it a religious alignment, alignment. <laughs> I don't know affiliation affiliation I, yeah, I yeah. Don't know. it's not my business <laughs> but yeah we're thinking about Brandon Sanderson yeah, we, yeah. The, we've oh got god. a big Sanderson head in the house so we hear a lot about him um, and how woman he is <laughs> but yeah I I keep thinking that Christopher Paolini is Mormon but I think I he was just being weird is. in his backyard for no reason no, yeah. he's not from like the area that Mormons are in oh the state they control <laughs> or like any of the little other <laughs> the Mormon areas. ethnostate Utah dude <laughs> it's have you not heard about this <laughs> is it Utah or Ohio no. it's Utah oh, okay Ohio just has other problems <laughs> Ohio's got someone else there's another group in Ohio uh, I think. is it the Seventh-day Adventists I think so yeah I think those guys are I can't remember. I don't know about the They're the Jehovah's sex. Witness. That's yeah. right. Um, anyway. Yes, yeah, so anyway. we don't know anything. We don't know anything. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about this. Maybe you guys do. <laughs> I think I know the most, but also uh, not that much. I don't know. The cults aren't in Aragon, so yeah. let's, let's go back to the I book wish there were cults I in I wish there were cults. Oh, my God. Aren't there? Uh, I mean... I think that in later books, there's a, a horrible... There's a hor- that horrible little cult who are into the Razak, isn't there? That's yeah. right. Oh, my God. And they're such total freaks. Yeah. Bro, that's this book. Book. It is, That's yeah. They go to the Razak Lear this book. Yeah, they go to the Lear, but do they go to the cult? Or is mm. the cult the cult's kind of milling there. around at the bottom of the... I can't quite remember. Um, but they are the most fucked up guys in all of yeah. anything. Well, they are cults so are scary. also a pretty staple fantasy villain group. And they're fun. They're fun. Yeah, it's a cute it's little like, villain cult. What if you worship they're the, the god they're but They're the evil. mini boss on the way to the villain. <laughs> exactly. The dragon can't... A dragon cult at the bottom of the mountain with <laughs> exactly. the dragon on top. Oh hell <laughs> <Exactly>. yeah! <laughs> um, what else have I got? Oh yeah, there's a the we get the first mention of the Varden. Um, yeah, yeah, which is fun. I really he doesn't really have any opinions. He's on a very he's kind of centrist about it. He's like, oh, well, the Empire's kind of bad, but the Varden, mm, uh, I don't <laughs> he, know. He they're probably out there killing. Like I don't know. He doesn't have opinions on them. He's just like, yeah, I guess they're out there. <laughs> they're yeah, out there. There is the. the it's not like he's like, oh, it's bad that they're violent. Even he's just. Yeah, he's he's Who cares about them? This is our town. Yeah, he's kind of a very uncurious un- and like unaffected protagonist. He's kind of just walking around like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is all happening to Things me. Things are happening to him. Yeah, there's a line little was known about the Varden except that if you were a fugitive and had to hide, da da da, they would accept you, which is hilariously obvious foreshadowing. Um Again, which yeah. I think is a real strong suit of this book, is just being like big flashing lights and arrows. Remember like, this, this one. Way. We'll come back this to way. this later. <laughs> yeah. Remember the Varden. Remember the to the south and remember um, the Varden hate Galvatorix. They hate Galvatorix. Um, <laughs> who's who's so bad. 
And so they bad. perform raids, which means that they have fighters. Mm. Think about this. Keep it in mind. Um, also, Brom's the only person, I think, who is ever described as Aragorn's friend. Yeah. Which is so fucking funny. Really, he doesn't have any friends. He doesn't even mention anyone else close to his age except for Roran and Ka- Katrina at any point. But this old man's his buddy. Yeah. This old man's uh, friend. Yeah, he's 15 and he's best friends with an old man. And like, But he seems kind of over him as well. It's like, like fucking Grom. Grom but I guess he doesn't, he's never been to school, so like... I guess he wouldn't know yeah. that many other young people his age. He's kind like, of being sent out the goes wild. Goes to the traders every couple times a year. He doesn't like scamper in the streets. Well, he sees those other uh, what are the young carnival boys wrestling in the snow and feels no inclination to join them. <laughs> like, Ooh, youths ew, wrestling. Not, what are you doing? I'm on the slush? cusp of manhood. Yeah, yeah he's literally slush. almost a grown man. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He would never. <laughs> um. Yeah, what I've, I've got a line about wanting more meals. Um, I thought the, like, kind of environmental stuff was really nice, like, how cold it is and, like, just having, I don't know, the, the feeling of going to a winter fate and it's all, like, people huddling around yeah, fires Yeah, I like the description of winter. Yeah, it was like, a, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, kind of a good, like, yeah. background character. Roast chestnuts. The roast chestnuts. Mm. And the little hot God, cherry pie. roast chestnuts. They're so good. Bro, we can just get some chestnuts at the market. <laughs> We can air fry them. <laughs> I don't think you can air fry a chestnut. I'm not sure. <laughs> don't tease it in there and you can hear you. Um, did you come bursting in? Yeah. Oh my god. The fucking, I came out in the kitchen was completely full of smoke. Oh, it was that bad? <laughs> you can't oh just god. bring this up on a podcast and not tell the incident. Oh, yeah. So the, yeah, we recently got an air fryer because. Um, clearly, uh, we do own an air clearly, fryer. we do own an air fryer. Um, our, our beloved flatmate has been wanting one for ages um because he loves to do recipes he sees on tiktok um and uh, another flatmate was making uh poppadoms and she usually does them in the microwave but we've got a fancy new gadget in the kitchen um so she put them in the air fryer but the element is completely uncovered (laughs) (laughs) at the top of the air fryer and poppadoms are a very light food so they kind of just got convictioned straight into the extremely hot element and then set on fire um thankfully nothing got damaged but it was horrible in there for like an hour or two (laughs) I think everything's okay now but um, they're just going back in the microwave yeah very responsible Mm. Um, oh yeah I just got that it's it's very cozy and cute oh I have Brom 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 shows up yeah let's talk about Brom please talk about Brom I haven't really written anything about Brom there's not really a lot about Brom I've only written plot notes here I can't really put my thoughts on anything He's described as looking a lot older than I kind of assumed he was. He's got like a long white knotted beard that's like yeah. going right down his chest. He's like bent over and wizened and I kind of assumed he was in his like early 60s but here he seems like really fucking old. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking like well, uh, Obi-Wan really old, from right? sequel series. <laughs> you know? Yeah that's well yeah this is Star Wars fantasy. Well yeah. Um, so yeah that was that was strange to me because I've got Jeremy Irons staring at me from the <laughs> so I always he's a lot they younger there. and sexified him? Uh, yeah. Rob's really they shaved sexy him. in the movie. <laughs> they did, they kind of shaved him. He's got a little little like little he's got like a goatee. Snipped him. But yeah, yeah, I always imagine Brom as like this kind of steely older 
guy, and he's just like a, he's, <laughs> he's a, a he's like a, a, a Robotova wizard. He's decrepit. Like, it's really he, funny. Like, steps up those little steps. Everyone's like, oh, is he gonna make it up there? <laughs> <laughs> he's like wobbling. Um, yeah, I've got notes about his um, story that he that he was telling, um, which uh, like that uh, the attempt at like old timey style storytelling mm. is uh, kind of clumsy, um, but like yeah. I, I find it really endearing because it's it is hard to write like old legend style uh, like prose um, yeah I have tried it many times in D&D and it comes across kind of <laughs> whack um, mm-hmm. so like it's it's not super super easy to write something like that um, but he is talking yeah. for two pages straight he, his hands have been described as talons oh he spread his arms with hands that reached out like talons and recited thus yeah he kind of gets an evil description a little bit yeah. everybody does nobody in this book is described as being like a normal person I think maybe Roran's normal person yeah. we have they don't they don't have any music. I'm seeing this right now. <laughs> no tunes? Uh, no. Yeah, Although the minstrel's providing plays. music and narration. Doesn't say anything about yeah, we were, music. Yeah, we were discussing kind of pre-recording about um, how there were no instruments described in these books. But it, yeah, I guess they he doesn't know any. Okay, just is like, yeah, there's some music Suck at drums and pipes. Maybe the elves invented music. They put Probably. a Huey Boom out there. Blasting <laughs> <laughs> hyperpop. Let's go. Um, yeah, I, the story about um, Gabaltorix is so funny. Um, he's such a gigantic asshole. Yeah. How do people not know about this story? Because he's, it's like Gabaltorix. Oh, wait, yeah, yeah, because he's the king and he's not telling anyone yeah, about you it. Can't yeah. Tell, yeah, you can't tell, yeah, everyone can, else, like, died. Guys, you yeah. can't so tell that, everyone so that I'm it's fucking like, insane. I don't know, like, four people knew the story and told it to, like, four yeah. other people. And yeah. that's only the people who know in the world. <laughs> Let's put it into context. If the Prime Minister of New Zealand... <laughs> was a hundred years old or had been in power for a hundred years and had killed everyone who knew about how they rose to power and the internet didn't exist and the internet didn't exist and also you lived in a little isolated village the only news you get is from traders who come twice a year exactly I think most people wouldn't know about his evil cowardly rise to power yeah I think most people would not assume that Jacinda had killed all of her opponents <laughs> Combat. Well, she did, and we saw it on TV. Um, no, but I think, uh, like, he just kind of, I think, probably should have just killed himself. I don't know. If my dragon died... <laughs> it's kind of like, he, he, like, wandered the waste, like, oh, I hope I am killed and die. But, but then was also trying really hard not to survive. Yeah, bro, if you hope you are killed and die, just kill yourself. <laughs> I hope I am killed and killed and die, but all these oracles are just puny and mm-hmm. <laughs> I can beat them so easy yeah, without thinking. Yeah, oh, but I'm way too good to get killed by an oracle. So I strong. can beat them so easily, um, and also I'm subsisting on rats that I find <laughs> on the floor. Yeah, and- Ice. <laughs> you can just not. Mm, I feel so fucking bad for Shrukin, dude. Oh, Shrukin. Oh, man. He, he and is, his name's Shrukin. And his name's Shrukin. It's not Shuriken. Uh, oh, I it, it looks like it should be yeah, pronounced it, Shruk. It, it, it's Shrukin. It should be But the first Shrukan. time I read through, it was... Yeah, I it was... thought it was Shrukin, but I'm, pu- I'm literally flicking us to the uh, to pronunciation, pronunciation guide. guide right now. Here we go. Shrewkin. Shrewkin. I think he's wrong. Emphasis on the shrew. (laughs) Yeah, he's not much of a character right now because uh, right now 
the reader and Aragorn don't realise that dragons are sapient. Yeah. Um, but his whole life fucking sucks. Uh, so sucks, bad. Dude. Um, and he's like the saddest guy on the planet. Um, and yeah. I feel so, so, so bad for him. I am also looking at this pronunciation guide and we've got um, Allegasia emphasis, emphasis on all caps gay in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Can I see that, please? <laughs> Oh my god, do you think Arlo has a pride festival? (laughs) It's just like one guy. It's Brom. Only gay in the village. It's Brom. I'm sorry, we have have proof that it's not Brom. Well, you know. Well, you know. He doesn't need to be a homo to be gay. Yeah. Anyway, I was I misread um Shurikan as Shuriken for my entire first Yeah, book, yeah, so. that's reasonable. Because it would be a cooler name be for a, a giant epic name. flag dragon. Yeah. I'm at the rolling star, baby. <laughs> Shuriken. Um I was kinda confused by the the tale as to what the climate was like in Allegatia. Um, but then I realized the whole thing wasn't shown on the map. because um, he goes north and it gets very cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Dualdenvarden is described later as being like a temperate forest. Mm. Um, and that's like as far north on the map as it shows you. But I guess there's more of the world yeah. <laughs> that keeps going. Just keeps going. Um, but like, why did he even go on that quest? Like, it, it says he goes on a little quest, but all that's up there is ice and urgles. I think him and his he guys wanted to go kill some urgles. <laughs> that doesn't sound like the behavior of a, a peacekeeping yeah, dragon rider. Says, oh. This guy might be it evil. It says they passed into the urgles' remaining territory. Like, yeah. they were being pushed back. Yeah, I, and he's like, I'm gonna go even further and kill them. Yeah, for fuck fun. these guys. I think maybe in this book, uh, the urgles were a lot less developed. Yes, yeah. I think he yeah. kind of he comes around in what's the next one? Eldest and goes, Oh, holy shit! Wait, they're people. Yeah. Um, and you get a lot of Urgle stuff. There's a lot of really cool. Oh, obviously we'll get into it when we do that book. I don't um, remember yeah. anything about the Urgles, to be honest. I'm obsessed with them, so I <laughs> do. Um, but they have a lot of really cool like cultural nuance and stuff like that. Um, and their women are huge and sexy. Um, and I think they rule. <laughs> Speaking of being obsessed, uh, first mention of dwarves. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you need to pick a guy to love. <laughs> Get I'm elves sorry, or the something. elves are kind of dull. Yeah, we can't. Uh, no, I'm into that that elf bitch who turned into a tree. Video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I what her name is. Yeah. It's not in video. It's, not in video. it's like yeah. M- Merlin or something. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's Meryl. I think it starts with an M. I'm not sure. I love the weird cat. I love him. But his name's Dom. Oh, yes. But someone bums a stupid name, so yes. like, I can't stand him because his name's Dom. His name is Bum. <laughs> Poor guy. His na- yeah, you can't even shorten it to Solemn because that's Dom also. Solemn's better than Bum. It is. But his name's Solid. Is it in the pronunciation guide? Is there like I an hope emphasis? So. All right. So another got? thing in the um, in the dragon tale mm-hmm. is that the riders have the strength of ten men. Oh yeah, yeah. they're jacked. Ten doesn't seem like doesn't uh, seem a like supernatural amount, you know? Yeah, it's like the riders have the strength of ten men, which is like two elves or something. Like <laughs> <laughs> the elf riders must be like bolted. <laughs> what if they're being equalized? And the elves are like, man, what if I was like, what if I was getting the same buff you're getting? Yeah, what the hell? I'm just kind of strong. I'm just the yeah, the strength of uh, ten men. I'm mean, the strength of like me and one other guy. This is not serious. Like if the Stranger Rider was so strong, why didn't they just send eleven guys after him? Because <laughs> <laughs> well, well, he got thirteen guys. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of guys. 
Oh, I feel sorry for Morzan, you know? I don't. Fuck that well, he was guy. A, he's a weak-minded guy. Maybe he guy. shouldn't have been so feeble-minded. He's so feeble-minded. Uh, he got tricked I so think, bad. I think Clearly it's really evil funny man. that there's another guy who he tricked as well and killed for no reason, and yeah. we don't even know that guy's name. Yeah, Morzan's an actual idiot. Galvatorx is like tricking this guy and then murders him and then goes to another dude like hi, <laughs> do you want to join my evil little cult? And he's don't like look over there. don't look at the corpse of my past accomplice. And yeah, he's like yeah is, okay. I'm reading it right now. Together they treacherously lured and killed an elder. When the foul deed was done, Galvatorx turned on his ally and slaughtered him without warning. The Dryders found him then with blood dripping from his hands. A scream just- tore from his lips and he fled into the night. <laughs> <laughs> he just like he screeches like a banshee and then flips. Yeah, and he hides in the wasteland. He was so good at hiding for literally years, and then finds Morzan, who's strong of body and weak of mind. <gasps> the stupidest guy ever. Why did they not? Like, find him. Yeah, how was he so good? He doesn't even have a dragon. Yeah, he hasn't learned the dark arts yet. And, like, you have magic spells. Just get him. (laughs) This could have all been avoided. Dragon Riders sucked. Oh, I also love that Brom is clearly crying in front of everybody. Um, and then yeah, leaves. This isn't suspicious. <laughs> anyway, ending the story with um, the king being kicked in the balls oh and dying my God. is... Can I read Cherry that? on top. Yes. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I've got it. Only, only Vrail, leader of the riders, could resist Galvatorix <clears throat> and the Forsworn. Ancient and wise, he struggled to save what he could and keep the remaining dragons from falling to his enemies. In the last battle, before the gates of Doro Arabea, Vrail defeated Galvatorix, but hesitated with the final blow. Galvatrix seized the moment and smote him in the side. <laughs> Grievously wounded, Frail flew to Utgard Mountain where he hoped to gain strength, but it was not to be for Galvatrix found him. As they fought, Galvatrix kicked Frail in the fork of his legs oh, with man. that underhanded blow. He gained dominance over Frail and removed his head with a blazing sword. Oh my god, imagine your thousand year dynasty being destroyed because you got kicked in the dick. <laughs> like- you got kicked in the dick and then even the guy who's like, yeah, Vrail is telling everyone you got kicked yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> just like he's like, tens of he's like yeah, Vrail, boo, brew, girl, butcher. He did he die because he got he kicked His dick did get obliterated <laughs> before he was beheaded. <laughs> he was beheaded before he was you beheaded. You just said he was defeated, bro. Yeah. So, like... It- Rails the head of the dragon riders, but doesn't seem to be the king. But Galbatorix yeah. kills him and says, I'm king. Uh, Now I'm king. And yeah. everyone's just like, Okay. And they're just like, Oh, well, yeah. I guess he, well, he kicked just that killed dude all the balls, guys who kept so. them safe. Yeah, true. All the peacekeepers, yeah. huh? I don't think the riders were like kills, kings or anything. It's just they had a sick hangout and he made it his king castle mm. after he killed them. Yeah. We've spent a long time in Dragon Tales, but we're um, going to go for a brief respite talking about Fate's Gift. Um, which is the shortest chapter ever, um, and starts out with Aragorn playing that egg like a fucking glockenspiel. Um, he's just hitting it with any tool he can find. Um, no, he's laying out three tools next to it. He set it out on his bed with three tools perfectly aligned next to it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's got a mallet. I'm uh, not sure who tells us what the three it. tools are. Yeah, he's got um, a wooden he's got a mallet, wooden mallet, a, a heavy, heavy leather, leather hammer, hammer, and oh, a, a small, small chisel. chisel. Yes. Do you think that's the one that Roran needs repaired in town later? <laughs> Broken. <laughs> um, I don't know how this happened, but... <laughs> uh, I hit the magic rock with a chisel and... Um, <laughs> 
um, the trader told me that not even a diamond could snit, could scratch it, but uh-huh. I thought my chisel's chisel really hard. It made a very satisfying noise. Roblox had some knowledge of like this is a dragon egg, or he thought it was just something cool. He did not know. Not that. A he knew egg. it was hollow and that it had been made with some kind of insane tools that he didn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or magic. I think. I think he thought it was magic. Yeah. Yeah, which is why he wouldn't take it because. Oh yeah, they. How am I selling this? Dude. Yeah, they go to Murloc and try to sell the egg to him, and he's like, "I don't know what to do with this. No way." Um, and so they're all very put Even out. if you give it to me now, I, might, I won't sell it until we leave and you won't get your money till I come back. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what kind of freak is going to buy this, so... <laughs> um, and Garrow's pretty grumpy about that. But, yeah. Um, yeah, this chapter's very short. Not a lot happens. Oh, he has, like, a bunch of questions about um, the, the magic that sends it to him and then he gets over it very quickly. Um, he thinks about he has a whole paragraph of internal thought about like what does this all mean these are the facts I've got I'm putting them together the pieces except whatever <laughs> yeah, and he puts his stuff away and goes to bed <laughs> Um, he also, uh, so the, the stone starts making noise. Uh, the rock starts squeaking, he's like, oh my god, what is it? Then he finds out it's the rock, and it's like, fuck, fuck this fuck rock. this thing, whatever. <laughs> Got back to um, sleep. Yeah, my notes are like, yeah, the stone wakes him up by making noise, and he goes, ugh, let me sleep. He's so 15, he's like, fucking, I'm not, I don't want to be awake at 3am. <laughs> the stone had given him nothing but frustration and anger, and now it would not even let him sleep. No, <laughs> um, fuck this stupid and rock. And ignored his furious glare, except solidly. <laughs> Occasionally peeping. Um, yeah, so it's like it's it's squeaking, and he get he's so over it, and he goes back to bed. Um, and then Larry wakes up with the moon shining through his window, which means he has no curtains, which means the fucking killer is coming. <laughs> well, more importantly, it's winter. He's freezing. He's freezing, he's freezing to, death to death in his little shack. Um, well, no, it's a three-bedroom home. It's yeah, quite it's a large. beautiful estate. But still, his window is uncovered, and it's winter. We've been over this. There's been a blizzard. It's gonna be so rough for him. Um, yeah, basically, he gets really mad at the stone, and then it starts moving, and he's like... He swears. He swears, and is like, I'm gonna go bury this, fuck this thing. He like, jumps out of the bed with his knife, like, I'm gonna beat this fucking rock. I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> um, yeah, he just, like, is so unfazed by the fact that the magic stone that got, again, teleported to him in the forest by a wizard... Also, is, and he has, he's concluded it was for him to him. Yeah, it's moving and making noise, and he's just pissed off that he's, like, not getting a I good night's sleep. sleep. Couldn't even sell this fucking rock. Fucking bury it in the pit. And then suddenly there's a crack as it, it falls on the floor. And then oh, it falls on the floor and wobbles towards him, and he's like, "Oh shit, this rock's <laughs> gonna kill me." <laughs> um, yeah, and then it it, it cracks, um, and then a dragon comes out, and he's like, "Whoa, Small, a dragon!" Wee baby, cute oh, dragon. She's so oh. little. Uh, it. It. Sorry, we don't know it's six. Um, do, do, do you want to hear? Explicitly. Do you want to hear the? Uh... So that's that's um that's fate's game. Yeah, that's fate's game. Literally, a rock yeah. falls off a shelf and then breaks. Hell yeah. Do you like cool to hear gift. the passage where he tries to sex this baby He's dragon? Like picking her up and rotating her. <laughs> it struck him that he did not know if the dragon was a he or a she. He lifted and turned it over, ignoring the squeals of displeasure, but was unable to find any distinguishing marks. It seems like I won't give up any secrets without a struggle. <laughs> Oh, Sephira is so fucking cute in this chapter. Um, Awakening is the nameless little baby dragon. Yeah, is the the only part of the book where she's not like a full person with like 
the ability to speak and like a mind. She's just like a little cat <laughs> and yeah. she rules. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I always loved how like cat-like the dragons are in these books. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's just a little baby. She's so cute. Oh, and the, the fucking ordeal he goes through after he touches her for the first time. Oh, yeah. It's like full body agony for several minutes, and he's like paralyzed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he thinks to himself, um, it's been hours. Yeah. A blast of icy energy surged into his hand and raced up his arm, burning in his veins like liquid fire. He fell back with a wild cry. An iron clang filled his ears, and he heard a soundless scream of rage. Every part of his body seared with pain. He struggled to move, but was unable to. After what seemed like hours, warmth spread back into his limbs, leaving them tingling. He's <laughs> like, got this permanent uh, scar on his hand. That's that's such a like it itches and burns like a spider bite. It sounds a lot worse than that, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like major pain for any person is really really traumatic. But he's like a kid. He's fifteen, and this is a like a severe ordeal. And he just gets up and goes, okay. Uh, well, that was what weird. Anyway, cool dragon. <laughs> cool dragon. Um, he's like freaking out. Then he feels something in his mind. Yeah, that oh, would be. And then he goes so back scary. and pets, pets like her again. Like a finger trailing <laughs> over his skin is the description. Ugh. Like the, her mind touching That's so his. horrible. Yeah, he's like in uh, unimaginable agony and was like, I'm going to try that again. <laughs> Just a double check, Just a double though. check. And then it's okay. I want to know who the oh, actually, scream no, she, of rage she is She rubs up against him is how they touch she's again. She's so cute. She rubs against his leg or his yeah, side. The, no, he's, he's prone on the ground. <laughs> she's she's like his side. side. <laughs> I, I'm... Is the, uh, what is it? The soundless scream of rage, is that her? I think it might be. I think that she's mad that he's in pain. Aww. Aww. Because I'm not sure who else it would be. No one else is it's ever just like is like in his brain. I, yeah, I read it as her being mad to like be bonded to someone, but I don't. That's probably not. But she chose to hatch. Yeah, exactly. That's like. Yeah, it <laughs> you didn't want to be bonded to this guy. You shouldn't have had to <laughs> You should have just stayed in your egg. <laughs> um, what else? This, this chapter is. Uh, not a lot, Not happens, a lot happens, but it is quite it's long. Quite he raises us little baby. It is. It's just yeah. so sweet. She's she feeds like, him some. Um, she touches his mind to let him know that she's really, really hungry. No, please give me strips of dried meat. And he gets up with a sigh, as if she's literally a cat going. Oh he's so over it so quickly. This there is a literal he's, dragon in front of you, and you're like, ugh, you want me to feed? He argues she's with himself for like ten minutes. She's literally wailing at him, oh, no. and he's like scratching her head, like, please. Up. <laughs> yeah, so he goes like, well, I could kill this dragon, or I could, like, be the coolest hero of all time, just like the stories. <laughs> He's like, I could kill this dragon, but I really don't yeah. want to. He's like, I could kill this dragon, but she is lump curled up next to me purring right now. Yeah. Oh, I could get rid of this dragon, or um, my family um, and myself would be put to death, and likely my entire town as well, by extension. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But what if... The simple solution was just to kill the dragon, but the idea was repugnant, and he rejected it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Besides, what could betray us? We live in a remote area and have done nothing to draw attention. Oh. Dun dun dun! Oh, yeah. This is how hard though. This dragon's eating a whole handful of meat. Oh, bro, she's about she's to She's like round with it. Yeah. <laughs> she's so fat and the people's asleep. It's so cute. You know what? Um, they'll be too large for Gary to get rid of it. Will he accept it? <laughs> 
Yeah, he just like goes into the woods and builds her a little house, which is so yeah, sweet. Yeah, and then he's, like, he's freaked out all day. Like, what if she's cold and brings a bunch of new rags to her in case she got cold in the day? And she's like killed a bird, and he's like, oh thank god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a line in here that says, after all, it's only an animal, um, which I think is like, it's so crazy that people don't know that dragons are people. Yeah. yeah. Like, and it makes sense. He has a higher than standard level of dragon knowledge due to Brom not shutting up about dragons. Yeah. Maybe there's but like not a lot still, of dragons around. There are almost gone. none. There's yeah. some wild ones. There's some wild left, ones, but that's it. And yeah. they're like ages away. But like, I think it makes sense as like a propaganda. Actually, I don't thing. think there's even wild ones. There's a couple. No, I'm pretty sure, no. word of God, the Galvatrix went and killed the wild ones as well. I think we see wild dragon, or maybe like a destroyed nest. I know Seraphina. No, Sephira. Sorry. Sephira goes somewhere and gets really sad about it. Um, yeah, but I don't think there's living quiet. Yeah, Galvatorix specifically goes and like. What a fucking asshole. Yeah, he goes <laughs> I am a dragon. No one else can. Maybe there's the secret rock that no one can find and knows about, and it's full of eggs and souls. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's why nobody. He didn't. I feel like he didn't. He's like not letting the information that they're sapient d- yeah. disseminate because everyone would be like, "Well, didn't you kill all of them? Didn't you like genocide these people? Wait a second. Like, no, they're just animals. No, no, it's no, fine. It's like a big cat. They don't feel pain. <laughs> they don't feel pain. Oh my god, people about fish for like Just ever. Um, yeah, she she kills a bird and eats it, which like such an invasive predator moment. Um, absolutely- There's um, a really big description on the impact she's having on the local environment. Yes, yeah. I've got dragons must be must have such a huge ecological impact, and also as they like were completely wiped out, like Are you the loss of her an invasive predator. She's- this is reintroduction. <laughs> this is bringing the world back to Yellowstone. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I'm not sure if they lived in the spine. We have proof that they lived, like, in the mountains in Dewaldenvarden, but nowhere else. It's right next door. <laughs> they have got wings. You don't understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, also the loss of a, such a, like, a major predator would have been, 100 like, years? Yeah, only 100 years ago. The ecological cascade from that is... It was kind mm-hmm. of, like, a long time for it. <clears throat> no, I mean, a long enough time for a lot of impact to go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, things would be, uh... Mm-hmm. Just the... That's why there's so many fucking deer in the spine. It's <laughs> yeah, because the dragon's eating them. She's fixing it. Uh, no, you're right, you're right. There should have been more wolves. There should have been... Yeah, he's I having nightmares about wolves. No, he's having nightmares. His, his, his dreams are full of foxes and black wolves tearing at the dragon with bloody ah. teeth. Yeah. He's really scared. <laughs> I, I like the image of, like, Aragorn just, um, prefer... Professor X, like, mind-beaming, stay here, stay here, stay here. Do not go to the farm. He, walk, so he mad walks about away it. after that, and, like, there's no way that it understood that, but walks <laughs> away anyway. I love him putting a little leash on her and then being like, hang on a second, I gotta fix this, and making it into harness so yeah, she doesn't strangle yeah. herself. She's, like, the size of a chihuahua. <laughs> I think she's already bigger than a oh, chihuahua. She, she grows a really oh, she's quickly. She's the length really of a forearm upon hatching. She's already as big as a chihuahua, Holy if not shit. bigger. Uh, yeah, she gets to be the size of, like, a small horse in, like, a month. over a month, yeah. yeah. Um, which, in se- like, the amount of food she She doubles in size in the first week, four mm-hmm. days later as high as, her knee, as his knee, and then he has to spend three days making her a new hut. <laughs> so Aragorn's acting real weird this whole month. So suspicious. So suspicious. Does all his work, not complaining, then runs directly into the forest. <laughs> just to go hang out, whatever. Just go hang- I just need some time. Mom. On the cusp of being a man, you know. Yeah. Doing guy stuff pressure. in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's pointed out that um, Garrow and 
um, Rowan, like, they see this happening, they're just like, okay, <laughs> we are. Nobody in this book cares about anything. No! They're just like, okay, you're being weird yeah, in the woods, whatever. Whatever. Sometimes a boy has to run off into the woods. That's very true. Um, And also, it seems like if they went into the woods, maybe like two minutes into the woods, they would start seeing evidence (laughs) of a dragon being there. And he's just like, well, what can I do about it? Um, yeah, there's, there's not a lot really that happens in this chapter. It's just. So I almost said Serafina again. Safira is uh, growing up. Which is very cute. Um, I thought the environmental descriptors were really good. Mm-hmm. Again, like you really mm, kind yeah. of feel the cold. Um, he loved her so much. Simply, I oh like my god. I like more about the forest. Mm. But yeah, it's just like a lot of emotional bonding, and it's very cute. Um, but yeah, the front half of this book kind of moves really slowly. Or maybe yeah. we just haven't read that many chapters. Yeah. Oh, we've read um, forty-six pages. Good god. <laughs> so that's about a tenth of it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a chill chapter. Yeah, and mm. so Roran's about to go to Carver Hall um, to fix his chisel. To fix his chisel that Aragon's broken. <laughs> Maybe might be a different yeah. chisel. Yeah, and he's decided he'll tell them all about the dragon, but only after he talks to Brom so he can get her a proper dragon's name. So <laughs> yeah. cute. Um, what else? What was I thinking? Oh yeah, he like disposes of the egg shards, but I feel like at that point they're more saleable. Like they're they're chunks of like chunks probably of cool yeah semi precious like, precious stone and you could have just yeah. taken those and sold them somewhere. I guess the traders are probably are definitely gone at this yeah. point. Yeah, well he'd have to wait for the traders to come back. They're coming back in two months. And then Merlock could be like, "What did you do? That stone was indestructible." Uh, <laughs> I hit it really hard with a hammer. Don't worry about it. Why is it covered in goo on the inside? I like the description of um, Safira flying. Yeah. She's like just flapping around. She's so fucking cute. She's kind of described as having like more bat wings where um, they're like really thin and membranous Mm. and the um, the fingers go all the way to the end. Yeah. Mm. Um, In the movie she has feathers. Which made so fucking so uh, angry. Um, I don't think she had feathers. No, she does not have. She's a. Whatever. (laughs) The lizards. They are scales. If we're going. Listen. Alright. The lizard bird convergence (laughs) is is a lot more muddled than you think. Um, Not in the Aragons. No. He does not have a. Like academic understanding of evolution or zoology. This is a big fucking lizard. He's got a nothing understanding of anything. Aragon can't read. (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't know anything. Oh, I forgot about that. He doesn't know shit about uh, He knows shoot bow. I can't wait for his bow to come back. His bow is one of my favourite characters. <laughs> it's he's He loves it so much. I can't wait till he gets his horse that he loves. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> Does Sephira get jealous boy. about the horse? Yeah. 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 <laughs> She gets very. She gets, gets jealous about everything. She gets yeah. jealous about his first horse, who he doesn't give a shit about. And then she gets more jealous about the second horse because he, like, he cares like, about. I'm it going a lot. to eat your fucking horse. Yeah, the, one of my favorite things I think about. She's this like, first this horse book. is so annoying. I could carry you. <laughs> yeah, is like they're both just shitty teenagers for the whole book. Yeah, Sarah is such a bitch. Like she's she's so jealous and she's so mean, and I love her for it. She's like one of the funniest characters in anything. Mm-hmm. So also like I was born ten days ago, <laughs> and you are a dipshit. Oh my god, she treats him like such a little baby, and it's like he's way older than you. 
That's so funny. Yeah. And then at the end of the chapter, uh, she says his name. Oh, it's very so cute. cute. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, nothing happens. It's <laughs> it so solemn happens. and sad. Yeah, she oh, really doesn't want him so to you're go. leaving me. I have to go eat a bird about it. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> he runs a ho- home as well. He's like, she's got big anime tears. Yeah, the anime crying, away. running away. <laughs> I'll come back for you, I promise. Boy dragon. I love that he gives her a calming image as well. Like, oh my god, chill out, chill out, chill out. <laughs> You can't come to the town. And beaming it directly into your brain. It's so funny. Um, yeah, but I think that's yeah. that's us. Next chapter, we have... What's it called? What's our readings for next week? Nikki, you are doing the summaries next All right. week. All right. Um, we've got T for two. Oh, I forgot there was an index in this. I don't need to flick through the whole book. Uh, we've got T for two. The name of power. Oh, a name of power and a miller to be. So I guess Rory is, is going to be yeah. a miller. Why does he have a blacksmith's hammer? A few short ones coming he's up. He's just got a big smacking hammer. I'm not even sure it was a black. I think Horst gives it to him. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we've got what? Nine, like army six, boy. Here you go. Pages. We might do four chapters. Yeah, we um, might do Strangers in Carmel uh, if we feel like there's not if enough we feel content. Like it. We feel like it, yeah. you know. Um, but next chapter, he's going to visit Brom. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. His oh. friend Brom. His friend Brom. His, his only friend, friend Brom. Brom. His only friend Brom. Oh he my doesn't God, say like, his only friend, but he never mentions another friend else. ever. So. Flight of Destiny. Destiny is soon. I love that chapter. Um, it's when these books are kind of very, they're very descriptive about like injury and violence. Mm. Um, and that doesn't really start until like... He that begins chapter. to have injuries yeah. and violence. Until he begins to have injuries and violence, but um, <laughs> I won't spoil it. But he gets pretty seriously injured in that chapter. Oh, that's hor- it's horrible. It's, and it's horrible. I can't remember that. Yeah, bro. Watch out! Looking it's coming forward up. to it. Yeah. Um. So that's that's our readings for yeah. this week. Good job, guys. We got through ten pages. I think we got through like fifteen, maybe. Well, no, Dragon well, Tales is like fifteen. Is, <laughs> Dragon Tales is sixteen, I think. Holy shit! Yeah, it is. Don't sell us short here. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, that was the second longest chapter in the book. The longest one's like thirty pages, isn't it? Nah, it's like seventeen. No, it's fine. <laughs> one more. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the later books, the chapters start getting longer. Um, but in this one, it's kind of just do 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 very easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess you'll we'll see you all for, for tea for two with Brom next week on Eve's for Dragon. <laughs> I feel say. like um, this is my my uh, predict. I have read the book many times before, but I'm still going to make a little prediction here, which is that Aragorn is going to be the most like. Uh, obvious and least subtle man to have ever, ever, ever stumbled into Brom's house. Uh, and, he's, and he's going to be thinking all the whole time about how well he's catching his so questions. <laughs> he's not going to know at all. Brom's going to clock him, like, instantly. <laughs> I hope we get more descriptions of Brom next yeah. week. Um, Brom oh, You want to hear more about how old he is? <laughs> how clawed and crepid. I do. I think how he shuffles. <laughs> he's choosing to shuffle around like that. Yeah, I think later he throws off his cloak and he's, like, he bursting boobily. He stands up. And he's really ripped and strong. <laughs> he's just been, like... I'm, I'm only pretending to be weak and feeble. I'm only pretending to be wizened and hunchbacked. <laughs> wow, just this like is the prosthetic hump. Just like that. Prosthetic hump. Just walking around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Let's put it away. See you later. See ya. See ya.